Welcome. You are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only podcast telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within and transforming the triangle. And I'm your host, John Carter. So one of my favorite things to do in the fall is to go to the fair. And if you live in the triangle, you're lucky enough to be close to the largest state fair in North Carolina and one of the largest in North America. So the NC State Fair has over 1 million guests per year. And if you've been, you know it's a blast. So my guest today is Kent Yelverton. He is the fair manager, and he's been helping in some capacity with the fair for most, if not all, of his career. Uh, Kent is easily the most busy person in Raleigh, as you'll hear uh, this time of year, but he was very gracious to make some time in his schedule for me. We talk about his career, the fair and its history, and what should get people excited about um, this year. Again, I'm hanging out with Kent Yelverton. Let's get started. Okay, I'm here on location with Kent Yelverton, manager of the North Carolina State Fair. So, Kent, thanks for being on the 919 Podcast. Thank you, John. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Um, As I was coming in the gate, tons of people running around, getting ready. So, I guess a week out, you you guys are a little bit busy. It's a busy time. (laughs) Uh, We've... We started on September the 25th, getting ready. Our last events here at the fairgrounds closed down Sunday night, the 24th, and it's been uh, full speed ahead ever since. An adventure. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I want to start out, are you are you from the Triangle? I'm actually from eastern North Carolina. I'm from Wayne County. I grew up on a farm uh, outside of Fremont, North Carolina. Okay. And then uh, what brought you to the Raleigh area? I uh, came to Raleigh to go to school at NC State. Uh, I graduated in civil engineering and uh, am a professional engineer as well. And uh, did you, obviously your concentration was not in fair management, so how did that come about? You know? Well, uh, there, it applies a lot. Uh, we do a lot of <laughs> sure. things out here. We do a lot of engineering. Um, but uh, I've been with the Department of Agriculture for 25 years, and when the fair comes, it's all hands on deck for the North Carolina Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. So I've been involved in the fair for my whole career. And oh, wow. uh, as as time has gone on, I've been more involved, a lot of projects out here. So it, it was a natural transi- tr- transition. And you get to be close to your alma mater. So exactly. So your family's in town as well? I, I, think, I, I think I hear the crowd in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right now we're recording um, Boston College's uh, playing NC State Carter-Finley, so across the street. And we're going to try our best not to check the scores as we're, as we're recording. But that's really cool. So you start off, uh, what were you originally doing for the fair when you first started helping out? Okay, well... The fair is a 344-acre property with over 100 buildings. So my, my previous uh, responsibilities were construction and real estate for the department. So I had a, a lot of activity out here and helping with improvements and, and new construction, as well as uh, leases and other real estate transactions. Uh, sure. And when fair time came, as I say, it was all hands on deck, and I came out and, uh, and helped the uh, fair staff during that period of time. 
And uh, how long have you been the uh, the fair manager? I was named in February of this year. Oh, okay. So this is my first fair. Uh, I've been here about 10 months. So. Oh, wow. And are these, um, is this a position that you hold for a long time, or is it kind of year by year that it's decided, or how does that work? It is uh, It is a permanent position. Okay. Uh, it, it, of course, does serve at the, the will of the department and the commissioner, but I hope to be the fair manager for, for many years. Very good. And then is this, uh, I'm always wondering, is this owned by the the state? Is it owned by, you know, the city of Raleigh? Mm-hmm. Who, it is. Who's the, who's the owner? It is the state. Uh, it is uh, operated by the North Carolina Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, which is a state agency. We are a self-supporting uh, part of that agency. Uh, we do not receive funds from the general fund. Uh, we, we operate off of the receipts that we earn here. Really? Okay. Very cool. Well, like we said, we're recording, uh, you know, a week ahead of opening night and, uh, you guys started September 25th, but plans started well before that, I'm sure. It, it so, is a year-round process. So help, you know, help me out. What, <laughs> what goes into this and uh, so what, kind, what kinds of activities are you doing? Sure. Uh, well, as, as soon as the fair is over and everybody gets a little bit of sleep. Um, <laughs> the, we Take do, a day. <laughs> yes, right. We uh, 11 days of, of long days. We're open about 17 hours a day. and uh, But... As soon as our head's clear, we sit down and, and talk about what went right, what went wrong, and what we can improve to uh, make the fairgoer experience even better the following year. And we pick right back up the first week in November with our year-round events that use the facilities here. We have over 500 events here on the fairgrounds uh, throughout the year. Wow. So it is... Uh, we never stop. Um, the, the two and a half weeks that we have to set up for the fair and, and a week following the fair are the only times that there are not other events going on on the fairgrounds. Wow. And I mean, that's a lot of, um, maybe you could tell me a little bit about the organizations that are here. So mm-hmm. I know uh, the Midway is its own thing, but you have all these, uh, you know, the rides have to be set up, but then there's plenty of organizations that come in. So, you know, how do you how do you coordinate all of those? There, there are hundreds of organizations, hundreds of contracts, hundreds of, we have um, 79 full-time employees here. We have another uh, approximately 30 uh, temporaries. But then at fair time, we add about 600 additional employees to handle everything from the contest to selling tickets to taking tickets, all of those things, extra security, the things that it takes to, to put on a fair. Organizations, as you mentioned, the Carnival, our com- Carnival operator is Powers uh, Great American Midways, uh, has been our Carnival for several years now. They actually are playing in Goldsboro right now uh, they will finish there tonight at closing and break down the rides and move. And when we get here tomorrow morning, many of them will have traveled overnight and be wow. waiting for us. Oh, wow. So from from Sunday until uh, when we open at 3 o'clock on Thursday, the, the midway will come to life. Wow. Um, so let's go back to 1853. That's the yes. first year that the, that the fair happened. Um, was this the first of its kind in North Carolina or even in the United States or, you know, tell me about that. It was uh, certainly the first in North Carolina. Uh, and I do think that it was also one of the earlier, uh, state efforts. Uh, it was put on by the North Carolina agricultural society. It was not 
uh, state run at that point in time. Um, but that makes, uh, this is our 151st fair. Uh, there were a few years that the fair did not operate, such as wartime. <laughs> but from 1853 until now, it is as built and grown and become what it is today. We have um, a million visitors a year. We have 26,000 entries into our contest. We have wow. 6,000 entries into our livestock contest. It's uh, so a few people. It yeah. is. We have over, over 200 food vendors, plenty of places to choose to eat from. I appreciate that. So. <laughs> um, so you mentioned it, you know, last year I, I saw there were a million fourteen thousand came through the, the yes. fair. So how did this become so large? That's a lot of people to come through. Obviously not on one day. Um, you know, it's spread out throughout the, uh, the nine or so days that the fair is open. But how did it go from where it was in 1853 to now with so many people? From well, all over. I mean, not as, just yeah, North Carolina. Absolutely. We have visitors from all over. But as, um, as I said, I, I've only been here uh, in this capacity since February, so certainly it was not me. But many <laughs> before me uh, have built this by making it about North Carolina, making it everything that is North Carolina. When you go into the competition areas and look at the – um, the quilts or the, the, the canned food, when you go to the art and look at the children's artwork, uh, when you go down to the livestock area to see uh, children and adults that have raised animals and bring them here to show proudly. Mm -hmm. it, it, is, uh, it is something that so many people can get involved in and it makes it personal. Mm -hmm. And you can't forget the, uh, you know, pumpkins that are, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of pounds. We so. actually hope uh, to be determined, but rumor is we could have a world record. A world record for, a, for the pumpkin? Yes. So what kind of, um, I don't know if you're allowed to tell, but uh, what kind of weight would a world record uh, be for? I'm not allowed to tell. We'll okay. <laughs> okay. We'll wait and find out. That'll, that'll be exciting. So I, I'm always surprised when I go to the fair and I see the. It, I don't even know how it happens. You know how it gets so big. <laughs> there are some very passionate people that enjoy <laughs> uh, right. taking care of those things and growing them every year. So tell me, um, how how does this compare with other fairs across the nation? Obviously now, you know, fairs are uh, you expected around fall time, uh, different locations, uh, not just North Carolina or the Southeast, but all across. So how does this compare to others? So we are the 15th largest uh, by attendance in North America. Um, we have the largest mobile midway in North America. Wow. Um, and this day and time, it is tough to compete uh, to be uh, the entertainment that people are looking for. So we, like every fair, has to... Uh, look ways to engage with our fair goers, to keep people coming, to keep younger people still interested in, right. in coming to the fair. And, and that's, that's fair's challenge these days. And some fairs are, are doing well. Others, are, um, others have lost some attendance. Sure. But this one has maintained and continued to, to grow. That's cool. And that, that's a good point. 
um, cause you want to appeal to a newer audience, maybe try some things, but you want to stay, I imagine you want to stay still true to, you know, what the fair was originally about. There, right. there are things here today that were here in 1853. What are some and, of those things? And hopefully we'll be here 151 years from now. That yeah. There are certain uh, roots that affairs should always have. So what are some of those things um, that have, have been here since you know day one? They're still here. Agriculture. Agriculture, okay. Uh, affair is about agriculture. It's uh, uh, fair is where um, farmers have, have gone for years to learn new techniques and to see new f- equipment and new ways of doing things. And we still offer some of that today, but we've built a, an entertainment venue around that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, technology, <clears throat> looked up the website. It has great dates on there. So uh, 1884, uh, electricity was featured at the fair. Uh, 1895, um, the, the main attraction was chicken incubators. So, uh, skip a few mm-hmm. years to 2018. What are we showing now at the fair, uh, that, you know, might be new. Okay. Um, <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> no, this year, um, we have, a. of course, as I say, we go back to our roots, our antique farm machinery building, which mm. uh, has some of those things from way back when. Sure. We have uh, renovated our exhibits in there. We've we've turned over some of our um, items uh, that we display and put a new front on that building. So we look, look forward to showcasing that. Um, but in terms of new, we, we've got new entertainment, we've got uh, new rides, we've got a lumberjack show coming back this year. Really? Um, we've also got uh, um, a uh, alligator show. Um, we have a um, American Bushman wrestling an alligator down near gate <laughs> one, so looking forward to seeing that. But a lot of the improvements that we've done this year, a lot of what we look forward to is just how we get people to the fair. We have a large parking lot at the corner of Reedy Creek Road and Edwards Mill Road that we've spent a lot of time expanding this year. And we have a lot of room there to park people, and that's where we hope people will go and catch a shuttle bus. It's easy access off of the interstate, easy to get to. And uh, we've added buses, and then when we get to the fairgrounds, be let off at a new pedestrian tunnel that NCDOT is built under Trinity Road. So as soon as you get off the bus, right in the tunnel and right out at gate eight. Instead of having to stop traffic so many times to, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's great. And new technology, we, uh, we continue to improve our, our ticketing technology. This year, our advanced tickets are branded as fast track passes and all the gates will have dedicated lanes that if you buy your tickets in advance, you go straight in down a, a fast track uh, lane and or into the fair, walking right past those people that didn't take advantage. That of sounds that. great. <laughs> I remember last year. I um, so I love that because last year I buy tickets ahead of time, but you still have to wait in line. So this is you know you get to kind of look at them as you're passing by. <laughs> we don't like people waiting in line. Yeah, at, yeah. at least at the gate. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, awesome. So do you need to take care of that? No, so, sorry. Okay. Uh, Ken's a very important person. To get. <laughs> Lots of calls, uh, especially a week leading up to it. Um, okay. Actually, we'll wait for that. Okay, we had a short break, but we're back. Um, so I want to talk, you know, I'm from Winston-Salem. We have the Dixie Classic 
fair. I've been going to that since uh, you know, I was I was very small. Now I live in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. I love the state fair. It's a bit bigger. There's some more things going on. Um, do, do do you and your staff uh, collaborate with these other fairs uh, in North Carolina? In we, what capacity? We visit each other. Uh, we talk. There is a uh, North Carolina Fair Association that we're all members of that uh, that meets. Uh, and as a matter of fact, Dixie Classic is going on right now. It uh, closes tonight. Um, we'll, part of those people that will be waiting for us when we get here tomorrow will also be coming from the west and uh, waiting at the gate in the morning. Um, but yes, we, um, we all have, have common uh, concerns. We have, um, we steal from each other. If somebody has a good idea, you will see it on other fairgrounds. <laughs> and, and we, we do that without any guilt, uh, because we're all trying to accomplish the same thing. Maybe a better word could be share. You share yeah, ideas. That's what, that, right. <laughs> you're not stealing, you're just sharing ideas. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, you know, you, you talked about uh, a couple of things that should get people excited. What, what are some things that you're really, really looking forward to that you, maybe you've been planning for and that you're really looking forward to visiting when you have the time, you know, <laughs> when or if <laughs> you have right. the time? Uh, well, I certainly, um, we like to say that in, in, for planning purposes, the only time to plan a fair and to, to see the fair is when it is, is up and running. So we do spend a lot of time ourselves walking around the fair looking behind the scenes, looking at how everything is operating, talking to our vendors, talking to fairgoers, just getting a feel of, of what's working and what's not. Because on the 21st at, at midnight, when things close down, it's too late. Right. Uh, so we do have, we need to do that so that we know our opinions, but we also need to know our customers' opinions. So we spend a lot of time doing that. I'm a people person. I love getting out on the grounds. I love talking to the fairgoers and, and our vendors. I like talking to the, the children and asking them mm-hmm. what they enjoy. So. That's cool. Uh, speaking of uh, looking around, how many, or if you're allowed to say, maybe you can give me a ballpark, how many you know people you got to hire? You have 79 staff, but you've got to hire so many people to help out. So We are uh, 600 additional during wow. fair time. Okay. And yeah. they're on... Um, you know, every day. Yes. They, uh, some, uh, some on eight-hour days and some on much longer than that. But they're uh, on temporary contract to us for the – some we've brought on early to do certain things. Some will work just here in the fair. Uh, it takes a lot of people. I, I can imagine. So um, it's probably obvious, but I'm guessing Friday and Saturday, your, your big days, right? Absolutely. How do those compare to the rest of the week? Well, our second Saturday is usually our largest, and we get somewhere around 150,000 people on the grounds. Okay. Uh, it, it, gets pretty, <laughs> it gets pretty congested. Sure. Uh, we encourage people to come other days if they can. Um, but we also have promotions on, on other days. Our uh, second Thursday is our uh, Hunger Relief Day, which is sponsored by Food Line. That's always a, a huge day because for five days, five cans of food line uh, canned goods, you can get in the fair for free. And many people take advantage of that. This year, we are certainly uh, focusing and emphasizing that even more for um, 
the benefit of our neighbors to the east who are suffering right now. Right. And we, as we prepare and as we we move forward with the fair, we certainly are, are not forgetting those who uh, who are having hard times right now. And we hope that through Hunger Relief Day, also through our online sales site, we have a button uh, that you can donate to Wow. the uh, food bank of central and eastern North Carolina to, to help them to provide for our neighbors. It's very cool. I didn't even think really about that too much, but that's awesome. And then this could be some of the first time that someone from east, you know, eastern north, the one of the eastern uh, Carolina area could come and just bring their family and just get a break from, you know, what they've been dealing with. So we, we saw a similar situation in two years ago when Matthew came. Uh, in fact, it hit much closer to the start of the fair. It was uh, about a week before the fair started. And we saw exactly that. Uh, we saw many fa- families come, uh, and while they, they walked away from things at home that they knew needed to be done and that they weren't, certainly weren't done with, this was an opportunity to step away from it for a few hours and, and smile. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here in a second with some rapid fire questions, but first, uh, maybe, and just, you've already said so much, but in a phrase or short statement, you know, what, what makes the North Carolina state fair a destination? What makes it special? Uh, people, the, um, it's all about North Carolina. It's all about the, the people who come, the people who work hard to put it on the great staff here, but. Also, the people that walk through the gates looking to to have an experience and have a good time wouldn't be a fair without those people. Awesome. All right, ready? A few rapid-fire questions. Here we go. Favorite ride? The chairlift. Uh, Chairlift. A great way to see the fair, uh, get on one end. It's a way to get from one end to the other, but also while you're riding, you can plan your day as you you look (laughs) down and, and spot your favorite food booth. Awesome. Favorite place for a meal? Hmm. Uh, you can't to, do that one. Can't play favorites. <laughs> <laughs> There's 200. Uh, <laughs> I think that would get me in trouble. Um, maybe phrase it a different way. You know, what's something, what's one you've been to, um, you know, past year that you'd maybe recommend people try out for the first time? Well, There's so many. Uh, I um, <laughs> Work with me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. I like, uh, I like regular fair food. I like the uh, fried dough products. I like, um, of course, uh, French fries and, and burgers. and mm. uh, But uh, also, every year it is fun to try. On Thursday, we put out our list of new foods for the year. Mm. And I think that it's quite a list this year. I think everybody can find something on there that they'll enjoy trying. And, and we do that here, too. We'll... Uh, we'll get together and, and go out as a staff and, and try some of those things. It's, it's fun. I took a look cause, uh, I think maybe it was a, a preliminary list on the website, but, um, I can't, I just, I'm trying to picture more food venue or, um, places in, <laughs> in the fair. I feel like there's so much, uh, good food there, but okay. Favorite fried item. Hmm. Fried butter. Oreos. <laughs> fried Oreos. That's an excellent choice. Uh, favorite, ooh, might be along the same vein, but favorite dessert or treat? Mm, back to Oreos. Back to <laughs> fried Oreos. Awesome. Also ice cream. Ice cream. Yes. Okay. Very good. Soft serve? No. Howling cow, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Good Absolutely. answer. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, favorite exhibit? Hmm. Uh, the Garden Show. Uh, we have redone that this year as well. Um, we had a sewer line under the Garden Show that we needed to replace. We did that, and when we came back, we came back bigger and better. And that—that's a quiet area of the fairgrounds that people can go and sit and and wander and enjoy. So that's cool. And then um, there might be a few here, but favorite event or events. On Monday of the fair, we have Hope and Happiness Day, and that is where we bring families from five Ronald McDonald houses. Uh, And that is just a wonderful experience to be a part of. We we fix up a couple of our rooms for them to to have place to to go and to, to spend the day. But then we also uh, give them opportunity to, to wander the grounds and ride rides and eat fair food and, and get away from their cares of the day. And we've got three new sponsors for that this year, uh, HH Architecture, uh, Spring, Spring Stoops McCullen Engineering out of Durham, and J.E. Dunn and T.A. Loving Construction Companies. So awesome. we're looking forward to that day. Very good. All right. Well, anything else that you can think of that we didn't talk about already? Please come to the fair. Come to the fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, buy your tickets in advance. You're be in the express lane. Yeah. Exactly. I'll be doing that. So. And, w- and when you do, please, uh, as you're walking by those people standing in line, suggest to them that next year they might want to do that yeah. as well. Don't turn up your nose. Just kindly suggest that they do this. I have been known to go out to the lines and harass people a little bit about why they didn't buy advanced tickets. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Kent, um, thank you so much for being on the 919 Podcast. I'm going to let you get back to your, your job. I uh, appreciate you taking a break and uh, sitting down and talking about everything. John, thank you. Thank you for your interest in the fair, and I look forward to seeing you at the fair. Awesome. You just listened to Kent talk about the North Carolina State Fair. Definitely make sure you go this year. The weather is going to be amazing. And like Kent said, there is plenty to be excited about. If this is your first time listening, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The919Podcast. And subscribe to the show on Spotify or iTunes. And until next time, thanks for listening.